is the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 83, Impossible Dreams. And as I say that, I almost cringe because I know we both really get hung up on that word impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. It does. It implies it can't be done as well. So what makes it a worth worthy show episode this topic. was an exercise i used to i have done in one of my groups um and it was basically proposed what are your impossible dreams what are these desires that you want to do that you feel like cannot be done mm-hmm. and even they or jesse recognizes that that by saying impossible you know you're setting yourself up saying i can't do it um but I think it's more about what feels impossible, what feels like something I really want to do, but I just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was playing around with different words, and they just obviously don't have the same ringing to it. Like, difficult to fathom dreams. It's <laughs> but, not quite as catchy. Yeah. Uh, but the idea is, for me, and you can share it, your idea as well, is that there are things that we want to create or experiences we want to be having that maybe we're not quite having yet and the vision we hold for what we want to create maybe feels almost impossible or difficult to fathom it's out there somewhere and I think the idea is to bring that wish or that desire into your consciousness into your focus and to spend some time discovering what that is that you would love to have and simply by naming it, by describing it, by thinking about it, by allowing it to roll around in the corners of your mind, you are taking away the impossibility of it and you are instead creating it already. Not just that you can have it, but by imagining the experience of it, it's already somewhat done which is a whole nother kind of way or direction that I don't even know if we talked about that, but yeah. Um, I understand what you're saying just by the simple fact of um, thinking about or desiring it makes it possible. So the whole idea of it being impossible is out the window because nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. So in my opinion, nothing's impossible. The only thing that makes something impossible is that you can't, fathom it or you can't imagine it yeah so um one of the exercises i was doing a few mornings ago was like an appreciation list or or things that i appreciate and i was kind of backtracking a little bit we've been watching the last dance the the story of the bulls when michael jordan was at his pinnacle and i was 13 years old when that was happening and i remember loving it i remember just being addicted to it and i loved michael jordan i loved the them winning. I, I love all of it. I was just so into it. Um, but at that time at 13 years old, if I could tell myself, then you're going to achieve these things, I would have said that's impossible because given the lifestyle that I lived and the things I had, I just, I wanted so much, but I really, really thought it was impossible. And thinking back to then, if I were able to, to share with that version of me, these things, I know I would think it was impossible, but they were possible because I did them. And even the desires I have today, I know one day I will achieve and they feel impossible right now, but they were, what I have today was also impossible at one time. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So 
let's talk a little bit about this idea of bridging the gap between mm. where you are and where you want to be. I think that if there's something you want to create and you're not quite there yet, the ultimate way to get there is to channel your energy, channel your way of being mm -hmm. to the level of that which you desire. It's not always an action item. Okay, I need to do this and then I need to do that. Make a checklist, do these things. It's instead more about a way of being. And when you understand that the things you desire or want to experience are at a different energetic level than you're currently at, then you can put your attention and focus on ways of being. And I think that would be difficult, perhaps, to explain to a 13-year-old. Um, yeah, but I wonder if that desire that 13-year-old had of the things set the stage for what I have today and what I am today. I mean, I know it did. I know those those things that I wanted, those things I wanted to create and do, those desires set the path, set my future for to be able to fulfill that. Yeah. So I realized I didn't look up yeah. a sponsor for the show, so I was trying to do it real dun, quick, dun, and now dun. you're looking at me like... What are you doing? Why are you on your phone? <laughs> We're trying to record an episode. Everybody knows you don't get on your phone during no, an episode. But I, I think the point I was trying to make was that when you talk about like the way you're you were laying it out that like you know you you have to be an energetic match and and attract the things you need. I, I believe that all that's true. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard to wrap your mind around because we don't normally think that way. Well, it reminds but, me of the masks you wear. Remember that yeah. episode we talked about the avatars and. Uh, my avatar of being an artist, that when I tap into that way of being, I it's more of a creative, I think, a wildly creative person. Like when I tap into that way of being, I can create all these things. But when I just focus on uh, trying to make one thing happen, it just, to me, it's you're almost making it harder than it is. Well, I mean, I agree. Those are great tools to get that done. But sometimes when you're in the right now, you're like, yeah, no, but that seems so far away. But, but really, a way of being is super fast and easy. Like, that's the yeah. easiest shift there is. Also, maybe the, the hardest. <laughs> what a contradiction, right? Right. But I was thinking, like, something tangible for me. Last episode, you shared that you bought me a Tesla. There was a time. Sort of. I there was a time when I really, really wanted one, and it felt impossible. It felt like, I don't know a way. I can't think of something to do to be make that happen. Mm -hmm. And then it did. And now it's just my car. Like, it doesn't even feel impossible. It doesn't feel it's my car. Like, got it. Like, mm -hmm. I think it is important, though. It reminds me of another episode celebrating the little things, or I can't remember how we phrased that one, but the idea of not just celebrating the big things, but the little wins of looking mm -hmm. back and seeing how far you've come, the things you said you wanted to create, how many things you have created. Like, that's a huge it's a huge momentum generator mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. spend time relishing in the beauty of your accomplishments. I did that this morning. I said, I am just so glad I did this. Let me tell you how glad I am. And it reminds me of that idea of just talking about what you want, talking about what you want. Mm -hmm. We become addicted to our problems. We become addicted to talking about what we don't want, but what would life look like if it were the other way around? If we became addicted to talking about what was so great and what we're proud of ourselves for doing. That's another fun exercise that I think I got from Abraham Hicks. But there's a series of questions like, how happy am I? How happy can I be? How much fun can I have? And it was just a series of questions like that. And I, I was just answering them. 
and it doesn't really matter if it's true or not in, in this exercise. Like I just basically wrote what I wanted to feel. And by the time I was done, I'm like, I am those things. Like yeah. you're able to embody those in a short period of time. Yes. All right. If you heard the screenshot sound, <laughs> that was me on my phone. I found an excellent review to highlight for this week's sponsor, a five-star review of our mood boosting probiotic from Barb who said effectively combines two products in one. So when I saw that, I thought she meant probiotic and prebiotic because mm. we talk a lot about it being that combined formula. And then her review said affordable and effective for a daily mood booster and probiotic. So I think she's actually seeing it as two in one. It's a mood boost and a probiotic, which is genius. It is true. Um, all of the strains and species we included have mood boosting qualities. And if you're new to probiotics and you're asking which one should I take, we typically recommend starting with our mood boosting probiotic because it has the most strains and species for that mood boost uh, versus the other ones which have fewer strains and species of good bacteria simply because they are more sensitive for sensitive individuals. So there's less variety of strains and species, less of a chance for a histamine or some other reaction. And so if you don't have those sensitivities, we recommend you go to the the big dog with the most stuff. And so, what, what if they ask, what if I don't know if I have those insensitivities? Yeah, which a lot of people do. I even believe, even if you have a mild histamine sensitivity, mm-hmm. our mood boosting probiotic is generally okay because it has some histamine degrading strains in it. But if you have a severe histamine sensitivity and you know it, then you'll go right past mood boosting probiotic to one of the other three. And if hearing this or seeing one of our posts makes you think, oh my goodness, this sounds like me, but I don't know. Look into it, talk to your doctor, do some research on what histamine sensitive um, individuals deal with, what like histamine sensitivity symptoms is a great thing to Google um, to figure out um, if that might be you. So thank you, Barb, for that review. We appreciate you. If you're loving one of our products and you haven't already, definitely click over and share a review with the public that helps us more than words can say. So I apologize for the minor distraction that I didn't have that review ready. When we do these podcasts, we got, I create episode cover art. You do go in and upload it to all these things. It is a team effort, but it is simply just you and I at this point. Maybe someday we hire that part out. Something that's funny that maybe it's clear, maybe it's not, but we don't reuse anything. Like we always do the intro live. Right. You always look up the, um, review in the middle of when I'm talking and distract I me. I do live. not. I usually have it ready. <laughs> usually have it ready. But you read it live. Um we don't really cut a lot or anything really. Unless Occasionally. I drop some F bombs or something. We cut that out. But um for the most part it's just raw us. It's pretty real. So I was thinking about as I was saying that we do a lot of the all the podcast work ourselves currently. It reminded mm. me of what I'm currently dealing with in other parts of the business. We do currently have two VAs, a shout out to Mayra who helps with a lot of the social media graphics and a shout out to Rachel who helps with our so, um, customer service emails and inquiries. So we appreciate their help greatly. Thank you, ladies. And I'm doing my best, trying really hard to delegate more things, but especially with email, I just find myself coming back to old habits. Like the kids came home um, due to the stay at home order and so they weren't at school and things got weird in a hurry where i drifted back to old patterns and instead of continuing to um create systems i just went back to old patterns of, oh, well, i'll do it myself it'll be faster and i'm thinking about how this ties together with impossible dreams because right now 
the hardest thing I'm dealing with is letting go of the control of having it done my way. It feels mm. like an impossible dream that I would be an owner of Lifted, but not someone who's actually running the day-to-day stuff. Mm. And when it was so small, of course I was going to be doing all the things that I've done. But as we've grown, it's impossible to expect myself to continue to do mm-hmm. what I've done. There's only so many hours in the day and I have um, other priorities that are just as pressing and that I am not replaceable when it comes to like trimming my kids toenails yep. <laughs> that wasn't a good example someone no. else could trim their toenails they are getting close to be able to trim their own toenails this would be important life lessons anyway so i'm thinking about the stretch that's been happening within me as i have this impossible dream of a business that i still feel very much connected to and like i'm of service within, but without doing so many day-to-day things. And it has been so tricky for me to figure out how to get out of my own way. And one of the first things that comes to mind as far as advice that I might give to myself is that tip of a way of being. What is the way of being that someone who started a business was doing all the customer service herself and then grew the business so much that she couldn't or decided not to or didn't want to continue to do that role. What is her way of being? And a lot of times our mind will trick us that we're the only ones going through this problem. Like that's that's easy for you to say, but you don't know this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. There's all these things that only I know. And that's just really a trick of the mind, which is another podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a trick of the mind that only I can do it. Uh, maybe only I can do it the way precisely my mind would allow for me to do it. But I know that the help we have means that someone else could do it as well. And so my impossible dream at this point is to free up more of my time for creative tasks that, no, not creative tasks, creative exploration Mm -hmm. and, uh, those passion projects we talked about and, even enjoyment and um, pursuing beauty within our home and our outdoor space. When I get so busy with aspirations and my drive of success, I sometimes let these little things fall by the wayside. And really those little things are what make life so enjoyable, I think. So anyway, I'm putting forward, putting it out there that my impossible dream currently is to get out of my own way for the tasks that I know I don't really have to be doing. What about you? What's a current impossible dream for you? Um, so one of our, you know, well shared impossible dreams was me to be able to come full time at lifted. That was something that we worked, you worked very hard on, uh, to make that happen. I think when that happened, we both just kind of like, (laughs) a big like release but then it's like well what's next and then well what's next is maybe to scale and okay why do you want to scale well it's very clear to us that we see that people we're helping daily we get wonderful emails from people that their lives are changed and friends and family reaching out to us sharing how their lives are changing their children's lives and all these things and so that's what we that's our my impossible dream is to do more of that. Like that feels really good. That feels like filling, um, uh, n- uh, not a niche, but like a need. A need, yeah. That it feels kind of like 
when I really think about it in that way, it's like we're in the desert and we have a bunch of water mm-hmm. and we need to get it out to the people. I mean, it's not quite as dramatic as dramatic that, as that, yeah. but when you see it as that metaphor, it does help me to get out of my own way and say, okay, I know that I feel so passionate about being the, the one responding to a, one individual customer, but is that actually helping me help more people? No, mm-hmm. there's only so many hours in the day when I spend my time writing one email to one person. I'm not saying I won't occasionally write those, but when I'm doing just that work, I'm not able to create content that potentially can draw people into our brand and into our story and share my story in a way that's moving and hopefully inspiring. And so I know that I am in our own way, my own way uh, for that to happen. So so that was an impossible dream to, to make this happen. And then going back and seeing why we started the whole thing to begin with. And then it feels impossible to scale the way we want to scale, knowing that how you're sharing of all the extra work it brings and kind of going through that and going back and seeing, wow, that was what I thought was impossible a while ago. We did. And even this, like the scaling that's happening is possible, even though it feels hard and it feels like a lot of work and feels like it may not be possible. It is possible. And kind of working through that. And at the same time, like you were saying, holding the, um, the kind of life I want to live and the kind of life I, and the dad and person I want to be husband. at the same time and not, not losing that as well. So yeah, that's I my impossible. Husband. Oh, that dreamy romantic husband that you're <laughs> striving to be striving to be. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know when we first started talking about the idea of an impossible dream, I, well, it's funny because it was your idea, and then you're like, that show title makes me cringe. Well, it does, but it's great because, like, the word makes me cringe, like I said in the beginning, because it implies it can't be done. But but for some reason, that, that combo of words really drives me mm-hmm. to, like, I'll show you. You say it's impossible. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of times that we don't, when you hear the words impossible dream, something comes to mind like, oh, wouldn't it be great if... And I think that hopefully that combination of words inspires you to look at your own life and think, well, what am I considering an impossible dream? So that's why I said keep going back because you'll quickly see that what you thought was impossible was just you, the way you looked at something. It really wasn't impossible. Yeah. Think about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. where you were in a certain area of your life. Maybe in some areas you feel like you've gone backwards. Mm -hmm. No such thing. Um, Maybe some areas you feel like you've fallen off the path. No such thing. Uh, the path is very wide. Yep. Can't fall uh, off the path. Can't fall off your path. Uh, but maybe in some ways you don't feel like you are where you want to be. But then look at another area. I'm sure you've grown or expanded in some way. And then allow that feeling, that excitement, the gratitude for that to fuel you into that next leap that you are wanting to take. Because there's no such thing as an impossible dream. There's only more of what you want on the other side of being willing to feel it and experience it. Is that a wrap? I have no idea what time it is. How long have we been talking? 20 minutes ish. Oh, perfect. See, it's like I knew. All right. If you're new to the show, thanks for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, you can find us also over at, on Instagram at liftednaturals.com, not.com at liftednaturals full stop. Uh, you can also find us over on Facebook. We spend time on those two platforms. Uh, we have a, 
free group. You can join the Lifted Life group over on Facebook uh, and an email newsletter community that you can tune into. Um, my words are getting mingled. You can't tune great. into an email newsletter. Sure you can. Well, I, I try to send what weekly love notes. Yep. So over on our website, www.liftednaturals.com, at the very bottom it says join the family and you can get a 15% off code for our shop. You can also sign up there to join our email community and I do send out weekly notes to help you stay inspired and on top of all things lifted. So that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, next Tuesday on the List of Life.